Hey, welcome back to The Digital Divide with me, Linda Antonetti, helping you bridge the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills. I hope everybody had a wonderful Mother's Day weekend as we care for those women in those, our lives, um, especially now while we are going through this crisis and our moms are the ones who are taking care of us in our homes and making sure we're fed and all our needs are met. So I hope everybody had a great weekend celebrating their moms and I hope all you moms enjoyed your weekend as we celebrate you. Today, I want to continue with those questions to ask yourself to see if you are the kind of communicator you want to be or the kind of communicator you should be at work or with your friends or with your family. Last week, I asked you five questions. I will proceed to ask you a few more questions today and we'll start with the very first one. Do you ask questions when you're socializing with others? How many of you have ever been in an environment where you met new people and you ask them tons and tons of questions about themselves, their job, their family, um, life experiences, vacations, whatever the case may be, just to keep conversation going, but that person never asks you one question about yourself. Do you? How do you walk away feeling? Do you walk away feeling like you made a connection with somebody? Or do you walk away feeling like the person didn't really care about getting to know you? Are you that person that doesn't ask any questions? So that's something you have to consider when you're talking to new people or when you're talking to family and friends. Are you asking them questions to make the connection, to show them that you care about them, you want to know about them, you want to know what's going on in their lives You need to do that. You need to start asking questions about other people and stop being the one that just has questions asked of you. Everybody likes talking about themselves. I get it. It actually um, feeds us. It feeds our ego. It makes us feel good when we talk about ourselves. But it's not showing that you have any interest in anything or anybody other than yourself when you don't proceed to ask other people questions um, to find out who they are, okay? And that's how you fail to make connections with others. So if you're that person that is not asking questions about other people to get to know them, just consider trying to do that so that maybe you can build those connections that you have been missing out on. Another question, are you aware of the body language of your conversational partner? So when you're talking, are you observing the person that is with you and their body language? What is their body language saying to you? Are they telling you they're interested in what you're saying? Are they they telling you that they're bored with the conversation? Are they telling you that they'd rather be someplace else? Are they telling you that they are just no longer interested in the topic you are talking about? So you need to be able to understand what different body language movements are saying. So for example, if somebody's arms are crossed, they might be telling you that they are bored and disinterested. If they're looking somewhere where else, they might be telling you that they are trying to escape the conversation. 
okay? Be able to read the body language of somebody else to help you direct your conversation. If you see they're getting bored or disinterested, that might be that moment in time where you want to ask them a question, to engage them into in the conversation, to help them be a little bit more interested in the conversation. So be able to read the body language of other people. Do you listen more than you talk? Do you take the time out to listen to what other people are saying? And what I mean is, are you demonstrating active listening? So you don't want to do all the talking. You want to take the time to listen to somebody. And when you ask a question, ask a related question, something that pertains to what the person is talking about, because it does show that you are listening and not interrupting them when they're talking. So you want to do more listening than you do talking to show that you're interested in that person and that you're not all about yourself, okay? You are about getting to know others. It has to be, a conversation is a give and take. So there has to be equal parts on both sides. Just make sure that you're not the one doing all the verbalizing, Do you demonstrate empathy and compassion for others? Now, this is something we really need to tune into, especially this day and age with all that we are going through in this country. People are going through crises in their families, in their homes, and we need to be empathetic to that. And I know people are struggling. I'm not the only person who's struggling. We know people all around us who are struggling, but when you talk to somebody, take the time to find out if they are struggling. Ask them. Show them that you care. You show empathy and compassion in the tone of voice that you use. You show them in the expression of your face and your body language. That is really how you get a true connection with somebody right? They want to feel like you are there with them, that you understand what they're going through and you feel for them and you care about them. And we really need to make a conscious effort to show empathy and compassion to people in the world today. Now, and even when this crisis is over, that has become a big problem with social media. We don't have to worry about empathy and compassion. We And empathy and compassion have actually fallen by the wayside because we're so busy posting what we want on social media, we are not empathetic or do not have any compassion for the person on the other end who might be receiving that harsh message that you're sending out. And we don't see it, so we're not aware of it. And it's something that we as a whole have to work on to understand how to be empathetic and compassionate to others around us. That a lot of people are going through things that we don't know about and we don't care to find out because we're not asking the questions. We're not doing the listening. So we need to be doing more of those things. And lastly, just to round it all up, the most important thing that I want you to take away from these questions to ask yourself, this last question I believe, encompasses all the other questions. We broke it down, but I do believe it encompasses all the other questions. And that is, how do you make people feel when they talk to you? 
When you're in a conversation with somebody, how does that person feel when they leave your conversation? Do they feel like they were heard? Do they feel like they were cared about? Do they feel like they were even interacting in a great conversation? Or do they just feel like they were a bystander, that their presence really didn't matter to you? They weren't important to you. What they had to say didn't matter to you. So you want to think about how people feel when they leave a conversation with you. Do you want them to feel good? Or do you want them to feel deflated as if you were condescending to them, as if they were less than you or unimportant? I don't think that should be any of our goal. I think we are here and when we are in the presence of others, our job is to help people feel important, to help people feel heard, to help people feel uplifted because Isn't that essentially what we want to do when we communicate with one another? We want to uplift one another. So take all of these questions into consideration when you are taking some self-inventory of your communication skills and your communication style. And listen, I know it can be difficult um, assessing yourself. And sometimes we are either too hard on ourselves or we may be even oblivious to what it is that we are doing. So like I said in the previous episode, if you're unsure and uncertain, you need to get the opinion and the constructive criticism of somebody that you trust. I can't emphasize that enough because I believe in criticism, but criticism in a loving way, in a way that makes you aware so that you can do and be better, okay? And that comes from somebody who you trust, who really cares about you and, and uplifting you and helping you just to be a better person, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode on the digital divide. I hope it helped you with you and your own communication skills. Please join me again next week as we continue to bridge the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills as we talk about how to communicate with technology now that it is an ever-presence in our everyday lives. So join me again here next week for that ever-present topic here on The Digital Divide.